Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Alongside Jimmy Allen with Nick Grimm producing, I am Josh Peterson. We appreciate you joining us on this Wednesday, on this warmer Wednesday as the snow continues to melt around Omaha, a reminder that you can always give us a call on the Zone Hotline, powered by 42 Degrees, the source by your mom's house, 402-951-1620. And as we get ready to talk about the NFL coaching carousel, another reminder that the playoffs, of course, continue this weekend, and you can continue to make your picks at 1620thezone.com. Straight up, not against the spread, and at the end of this contest, someone will win $500. $500 straight cash, homie. Uh, it was a horrible weekend for yours truly, not just because my team lost, but also because I ended up, I was wrong about the Browns. I was obviously wrong about the Cowboys. I had the Eagles winning as well, and I had the Rams winning. So I somehow went two Ooh. and four against, not even against the spread, just straight up. I, I had Bad the, times. I had the Rams, Cowboys, Browns as well, too. Wow. So, so uh, Nick, how'd the chaos bracket go for you? I guess you had the Chiefs winning. You yeah. had the. You did have the Texans. Yes. You, did you have the Lions? I thought. You have the Lions. I, you, did. Yeah, so, I thought I picked the Cowboys over the. Yeah, you Packers. definitely picked the Cowboys. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, yeah, go to sixteen twenty thezonecom and continue to make your picks. All right, let's. I want to start with your question for me. What yeah, is your question so for me? We often we we talked a lot uh, a lot about Jetfish yesterday, and obviously taking the job from Arizona to to Washington. We very rarely. Almost never see a head coach in the NFL take another NFL head coaching job. Correct. You think we ever see that? Like ever, ever again? Ever again? Because like, I think about a guy in, in Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland and mm-hmm. that franchise and how it's just been Cleveland. <laughs> and the, some of these jobs that have opened up have got to be pretty attractive to somebody that's got an NFL pedigree already. So you're saying why doesn't Kevin Stefanski? I'm like, not wanna... asking, not necessarily, but I think I was just thinking of a situation where it may happen. Well, now I don't have all of the rules in front of me, but I believe that one of the issues with that is, is they own his rights. There is compensation. Yeah. So, like in college football, there is no like. First of all, there's no draft. There's no trades. So you don't have those types of things. So right. if, you know, because there are, coaches can technically correct. trade in the there NFL. are buyouts, but see, and so that's the thing. If so, if something were to happen. Stefanski or anyone like a Stefanski would I mean we we have seen like Sean Payton his rights were traded to Denver right because he was still technically under the Saints bingo uh, banner, yeah. and then obviously the, the the most famous one I guess that I always think about is Gruden who got traded from Oakland oh, yeah, to Tampa that. Bay and yeah. then he took Tampa Bay to a Super Bowl in their first year they won the Super Bowl back in 2002 that's the last one though right I mean cause, before cause Sean Payton because Sean Payton was st- technically not there yeah if you want to talk about yeah. coach to like a team to team to actually get traded he is the last one you think that'll ever happen again though because trade yeah like, I, it wouldn't surprise me like there was a lot of talk this week or the, over the last week about before the Patriots I mean and, even a team that's a, a coach that's winning too though like, yeah some, some like obviously Stefanski made a playoff run backed his way into it kind mm-hmm. of but yeah it, it would just be incredible like if we're talking about 
Mike Tomlin being traded to to Seattle or something like that. I, I just wonder if we'll ever see that again because it, it kind of happened back in the day more often than it has really since the turn of the decade. Well, I yeah, so I don't know exactly to answer the question. So you know, going back to last week, there was some some wonder about Belichick and if he was going to get traded. Yeah, like there were some people who were throwing out like. I think he could get traded to this team or that team for a draft pick because you'd get some compensation back. But it seems like, for whatever reason, him and Kraft, they just decided, Let, let's not deal with any of that because right. tra- I think trade. I mean, trading players, we don't see as many trades in the NFL as we do in like baseball or the but, NBA. And I think a lot of the reason was because Robert Kraft wanted to give Bill Belichick the ability to say goodbye. Correct. Yeah. And, and then I would also add, it just seems really difficult. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the other part of it, too, is trading coaches, I think, is very, very hard. Well, because, it, first of all, I think defining their value, I think, is a really interesting proposition. Because, like, with a quarterback, right. for example, there is, like, traditional measures or things that you can you look at. stats. Bingo. Yeah. And, like, the, you have one stat for a coach, right? Mm. Wins, losses. Right. You know, what's your record? And so I think that that makes it maybe a little bit more difficult. So to answer the question... I am not really surprised that it doesn't happen very often because I think it's way hard. And, and to even to Belichick's point, they'd be talking about a guy that's coming off a losing season and, and on a downward swing as to where, like, if you're, let's just say, if if you're the Titans, you really want Kevin Stavansky. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like how? What? Yeah, what's <laughs> it, he be worth? A lot. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What? What? What is he worth? You know? And see, what's interesting is, like, I do think Stavansky is a good coach, but I guess I would turn it around on you and say. Are we sure he's like that much better than Mike Vrabel? Right. Like Mike Vrabel took the Titans to an AFC Championship game. Yeah, and was the know? number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like Stefanski, he's been good. He's won one playoff game. And I think what he did this year, I, I mean, certainly I'm happy to give him a lot of props because yeah. he had a lot of starting quarterbacks. He's having to deal with the Deshaun Watson situation. It's kind of what you do when you're the Browns. So yeah. They and, just have a lot of starting know, quarterbacks. I would say this, though. He is certainly, in our lifetime, no one has ever had this much, much the, success. The most successful Browns like, coach, yeah. By far. And so, um, you know, that's the other thing is, again, I, I really do think it comes down to, like, how much is this guy worth? And, what, yeah, and how, how good is this guy? Because I think for the longest time, we could define what Bill Belichick was worth. Yeah. You know, we could define Could that. we? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we even yeah, couldn't. It was yeah. even harder. But right at this moment in time, I really... You know, whether it's him or anybody else, like I don't know what what a Stefanski is even worth. Like if 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 Dallas was like we were going to try to trade for Stefanski, I'd say okay. I don't even know what he's worth. Yeah. So you could be like he's worth a first round pick, and I'd say is he like I don't know is is he worth that? Is he worth two first rounders? Is he worth a second round? I think when I posed the question, I was more thinking of if the coach wanted to go type situation and and how all that would would transfer because those are obviously two completely different things. It's it's just an interesting debate that I've always. Wonder like how often gets discussed without like how being mu- discussed. You're saying you know? like how much does a coach ever walk into the locker well, or walk you, into the office and say, I would like to get traded. Well, if you're just in a situation and you're like, hey, we got a really good thing going here in Cleveland, and then Bill Belichick retires, you know, mm-hmm. and obviously the Patriots would have been a much better uh situation, you know, five or six years ago. But if for whatever reason Kyle Shanahan walked away from the 49ers, mm-hmm. right now, something happened or whatever, like I wonder how many guys would go, oh. It's a really good roster. Oh, wouldn't, yeah. mind, yeah. wouldn't mind living in Santa Clara, California. Yeah. So going uh, to the other news. So wildcard weekend, depending on when you played, ended two days ago, three days ago, or four days ago. It's incredible. Um, yeah. The Browns, for the Browns, it was four days ago. Uh, uh, among, you know, the Dolphins, it ended four days ago uh, on Sunday. So three days ago, Ooh. the Cowboys season uh, ended, and, and the Rams season ended. And then, of course, two days ago, the Eagles season ended, uh, as well as the Steelers. And so um, certainly two teams that played, I think, four days ago, I don't think that we are having any conversations. I mean, we just talked about Stefanski mm-hmm. um, and and McDaniel. We have no conversations about those guys. You know, 
being, I mean, certainly they're yeah, not they will fired. be employed next year. So yeah. then you move on into the Sunday games, and and McVeigh is obviously okay. Um, but of course, Mike McCarthy, and then you get into the Monday games. We're still waiting on Tomlin. You know, we played the clip yesterday of like, hey, what's going on here with Mike Tomlin? And he told the team that he wants to be back next year. Yeah, and so you know, it, I I would venture to guess that he will be uh, back next year. So you have um, you have him, um, and then you know, Sirianni. We're waiting for Sirianni, and we're waiting for McCarthy. And and then on top of that, you already mentioned him. Bill Belichick is out there. He has done one interview that has been announced, correct? Uh, the, the, the Falcons, Falcons one. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh has now done two interviews that have been announced. The Falcons and the Chargers. The Falcons and the Chargers. Um, we don't have any word about McCarthy. We do not have any word about Sirianni. Um, judging by the reports, it seems like it sounds like Sirianni had his kind of uh, end of season meeting with his with probably. his bosses today. So that was today. So you would figure if something was going to happen with him, it would happen at some point today. McCarthy, I believe, his is today or tomorrow. Um, that said, I, I guess, and I'll just open it up to the room now. The further we get into this situation, how are you viewing those two or any of these other two guys? Because I think the longer that we get into this week, even as someone who has said, like, Jason Garrett didn't get fired for like a full week after his last season. It's almost a week and a half, right? Wasn't it, it 10 days? It was a while. Yeah. And so, like, they, there is precedent to do it. But ju- And this is partly, too, how much I, I read the coverage of the Cowboys right now and, and kind of some of the things that are being said about him. I almost wonder if he actually might end up being okay. But then I've said, seen some other predictions where people are like, I think Sirianni's going to be the one that's brought back and McCarthy's going to be the one that's fired. So we're just kind of in this limbo period right now. And again, the best coach of all time in the NFL is available. And I would so say... So is Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, so yeah. is Jim Harbaugh. One of the best coaches in the country, regardless of level, is also yeah. available. And so it's like, whew, this is an important... And Vrabel's available. And like, that, we got some good coaches. And that could be it. They may just be waiting for their turn with the guy that they want... And they may be looking at it as a situation of, okay, well, we want to keep, keep Nick Sirianni if Coach A, B, and C aren't available. Mm-hmm. Like, we feel like he's legitimately our fourth best option. Nothing changes if we go in that direction. So we may we may see the uh, the cycle of, of, of traveling coaches and where they go kind of run its course and then those decisions made. Because I, I almost feel like you're doing your team a disservice if you have any kind of thought process of moving on from your head coach and not interviewing a Jim Harbaugh or a Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Um like you think they should kick the tires on it regardless? I I, I think it's uh, if you're even con- remotely considering it when you have those guys that are at that level, yeah, it's almost doing a disservice to your franchise not to. Now, it, even even if you're not just seeing what they have to offer, I don't yeah. think would, would necessarily be it's a, a, it's a, a bad a bad problem. To not have. to step on you, but it's it's a good point because I mean, essentially, so it's like okay, a couple of weeks ago, and I guess we thought Bill Belichick was going to be gone regardless, mm-hmm. but let's pretend that there is a world where neither Harbaugh nor Belichick. We like they were going to come back to their respective places because it's that's such a weird yeah. thing. So what are the Eagles uh, Harbaugh doing? Harbaugh might in, even come back to, to to Michigan. Yeah, there is a world where that happens. Yeah. They have a contract for him. So you know, in, in that world, have you seen what he's asked for? What are the in or, terms like, of like not being punishable by NCAA sanctions? Yeah. Essentially, I mean, fireable. Yeah, for that, that's incredible. So what would they do? Because I mean, you always have to look under the hood, and you always have to say like, just because the guys wouldn't be available doesn't mean that you shouldn't look at your current situation and say we can and should ask for better. But it, the math has changed a little bit, given that Belichick's available, Harbaugh's available, and Vrabel's available, yeah. among others, because those guys have built cultures. Like I am, a, I am very high on Mike Vrabel. I really like him. Yeah, um, I was surprised they let him go. You know, in the life. end, just judging by reading the tea leaves, uh, it seems like the takeaway from that decision was it had run its course, and everyone was kind of. They, just needed that mutual separation between the two parties. I know she um, didn't mention Brandon Staley and those great coaches. That I, available, I did not, and I certainly will not be. <laughs> um, so with those guys being available, 
you know, what what how does that change the math for for anybody? Cuz I you know, for the longest time, I thought McCarthy had certainly earned another year and I thought that he would be back next year. And then essentially a week and a half ago, the whisper started of, you know, if they have a short playoff run, if they don't make the NFC Championship game, and certainly if they don't make the divisional round, Jerry might make a move. Yeah. And then the Bill Belichick stuff happens, and Harbaugh's obviously out there, and now Vrabel's out there, and I'm wondering, like, oh, this, if you're going to make a move, at least, like, someone, I heard a Cowboys podcast today said, you know, the last time that they made a coaching decision, it was a lot of, like, guys you had to kind of talk yourselves into. And it's yeah. funny, they ended up mentioning Matt Rule. It was like, Matt Rule's available. I'm trying to remember who else was available in that 2020 uh, offseason. Whereas this time, it's all of the names that we just mentioned. Like, you have good coaches. Almost the class of, of all, all classes, sorts of yeah. ages, too, right? You got Vrabel, right. who was Which on the younger side. I don't even side. know how much I would kick the tires on Belichick, man. I just I personally wouldn't. If uh, yeah, Dallas hired I him, either. would I talk myself into it? Of course. Yeah. I, don't, I would rather not have him. I'd rather have Harbaugh or Vrabel at this point in time. Right. Because... Bill Belichick it feels like is, they're still hungry. Where Bill Belichick's just like, there's meat on the bone with I, those coaches. I, 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 I don't. Want, think, I want to prove it to myself. I could still do. Yeah, it. I yeah. mean, like the yeah, the one the I think the the saving grace for whomever gets Belichick if he goes somewhere, and I think he will, is he he really wants the record, and so I think he's going to put a lot into it. And mm-hmm. if and if you can get him maybe a little hands off with the personnel, GM. yeah. You know, and and like which he even when he talked, and I believed when he said, it, I don't think he necessarily wants to do that portion of it anymore. And do you believe that, it, like I do? And that's because he knows that he only has a few years left anyway. So it's like I just want to go to a situation that is. I just want to coach set, football, set yeah. up pretty well, and so that's why I think the Falcons is a very intriguing spot because they need a quarterback, yeah. but they have a and lot. It feels of, like that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, a, a, certainly a much better coach because their their former coach was a buffoon yeah. out there. I well, thought. and that gives them a, a giant benefit as well. We talk. I, I jokingly brought up Brandon. Staley, but when you're talking about Brandon Staley in, in the situation of the Chargers and then Arthur Smith and his uh, situation uh, w- w- with the Falcons, like you've known for a while, they're not going to be here. So they've had Correct. they've had the ability to do a little bit of due diligence and and, and probably put together a board of who is and who isn't going to be available. Yeah. And which is a lot of the reason you've probably already had Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick stop by because they've known for months that yep. they were going to need a new head. Yeah, coach. I mean, of all, it's funny. So then if you view this from we've been talking about it from the franchise perspective. Okay, so you view it from the coaching perspective of the open jobs. Right now, that's the obvious one that I would want to go to because of Herbert. No, no. Oh, oh sorry. My bad. Chargers. Because yeah. I would say, see, and I mean, there is a good argument to be made for Atlanta. I would rather that's go to the, the Chargers. Job I would want. You'd want to go to Atlanta. Yeah. I, I just, I think that as a whole, it's set up. You've got a lot. Chargers of, are in cap. You have hell. a lot of aging pieces. That's as fair. Well. And that's very fair. Um, but I do wonder. Seattle's very interesting. See, though. and it's funny. And as, thank you for bringing them up because we did not mention Pete Carroll in all yeah. of this because he is Which also sucks available. for Pete Carroll. And by he's the in way. his, I mean, he's in his 70s. Yeah. You know, he's the same age as Bell Belichick. And so, you know, I, which I, you would not guess that by looking no, at him, by the way. <laughs> I think he's a great motivator. Um, I think his offenses, you know, certainly have had their their fair share Look of issues. Geno Smith a year yeah. ago, man. Like the, that's fair. And so, like, if if so then I ask, okay, right now you say the Falcons is is the job you would want. I say the Chargers, though I, I I'm not like locked into this opinion. Yeah. Okay. So let's then say Philadelphia and Dallas opens up. Because yeah. then you talk about, oh my gosh, I could go in and win a Super Bowl right. because of in what year they, one. <laughs> it, seriously, yeah. because of you the, have a team that was literally there a year ago. You have a team that was there literally a year ago. You have a Dallas team that you say, like, if I am a believer in myself, if I'm a Harbaugh, if I'm a Vrabel, I say, that team is soft. I can come in there and I can make them a hardened team and yeah. we can win in the playoffs. And you can say, like, let's figure out the Dak stuff and, and move on from him if we have to. I think you got to figure out the running back position in Dallas a little bit too because Tony Pollard didn't look well, like the same guy. 
guy. Here's what they're going to do to figure that out: buy Tony Pollard, and they're going to draft somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah only, then you're dealing with a running rookie running back too. And nah, I'm not. So, some that. coaches might look at that as a positive too. Okay, I can bring in my own guy. Yeah. Kind of mold my system around uh, 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 my blocking scheme around a running back that I think that can do it for this quarterback that clearly has a howitzer for an arm, has talent, and then uh, obviously struggles in the playoffs. Yeah, Seattle becomes very interesting because I mean. I think when you talk about this year's draft class, whoever ends up accidentally falling to Seattle. You're talking about it, in terms of quarterback? Yeah, and the draft is probably going to be in a really good situation with DJ Met, uh, with DK Metcalf and um, – Yeah, from Ohio State. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Why can't I think uh, of the Jackson Smith and Jim. Yeah, 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 JSN. So, yeah, yeah it's – so you have right now two spots that I think are very intriguing, and then you have a bunch of – and then I'd say throw Seattle in there, very intriguing – and then a bunch that you're just like, wow, if that job opens up, that could be, you know, that could be the job that you would want. Now, on the other hand, if you're in Philadelphia, what if you, you get stuck taking the Panthers? Dude? Well, see, and that's the one that I wouldn't want. That's yeah. the one where I hope my agent can can work out, you know, me making twenty million dollars a year. Um, but yeah, and and see, and that's the other thing is that's the job that I wouldn't want right now. I would yeah. rather, I'd rather wait and see what happens. So, and I feel like the Raiders have a ton of talent too. And that, and that see, I think they're just gonna, you know, promote from within. I think they should, but the fact that they haven't done it yet is a little confusing. Yeah, and you know, because that locker room has clamored for Antonio Pierce yeah, from the get go. And and it's funny because I would hear an argument to say like, are we not overreacting a little bit to them getting a couple of nice wins late and buying into? They weren't even that nice just yeah, outside the Chiefs game. And you know, like I think of college coaches that have, you know gotten the the job when a coach is fired and then they like do something and everyone rallies behind that guy and like we mm. need this guy to be our head coach we saw it with mickey joseph and it often doesn't really work out for that mm. guy for the interim to you know the, the one that i always yeah. think of is bill stewart after rich rodriguez he leaves from michigan bill stewart coaches them in their bowl game right. they beat oklahoma and all the west virginia yeah, guys were was like, like this is we, it and then they hired him and he was fired within like three or four years yeah like, it did it not just, work out no so like I, I mean, understand. Like, it's I, look, very I, rare where somebody stays behind. Even even if the coach decides to go, like in the, in the coaching in the, in, the, in 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 college, when a coach takes another bigger, better job, very rarely does it stick. Yeah, it I, stick together. I I'm not going to sit here and defend Mark Davis by any means, but I do understand the idea of like, are we sure we want to do this with Antonio Pierce just because yeah. guys like rallied behind him for a month? Well, this is the same guy that hired Josh McDaniels too. After the, exactly, after the and that's situation. the thing. So it's like, so, uh, it's kind of, for I don't me, know it's if almost, I trust anything no, he does. It's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. All right, when we return, the funniest clip that I have seen on the internet in quite some time, <laughs> we will have that. Also, uh, didn't mention this earlier today when we were laying out what we have coming up on the show, but I wanted to ask you how you grade Nebraska's offseason at this point in time, given that Kind of a lot of the boxes that we were hoping would be checked have been checked. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. We can have a little bit more on the basketball games coming up tonight as well. He's Jimmy Allen. I'm Josh Peterson. It's on Sportsmanlike Conduct on this Dumb Debates Wednesday, 1620 The Zone. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.